Hello, hello. Welcome to the Every Human Heart podcast. It's your girl, Steph. I just finished editing the 22nd episode, and I don't usually record an episode after publishing one, but hey, let's just put our business as usual habits to rest. Let's just do things differently because why not? <laughs> I don't know how your weekend has been, but it's been an interesting one for me. Me and a few of my coaching buddies had a little gathering over the weekend to kind of do a do-over of a previous experience that we had that didn't quite land the way we'd all hoped. I know it's a little bit cryptic, but it's also a personal thing for a lot of other people, so I'm not going to mention it. But what was interesting in that session was during this little segment on appreciation where we shared what we appreciated and admired in each other because we journeyed with each other for the past well 12 months now in our advanced coaching course it's always such an interesting experience to hear how people perceive you and the things that were said that i am so grateful for that really stuck in my memory were that someone said, I I feel so embarrassed just saying it, so this is something I need to work through, but someone said, you're you're like an Amazon. And I don't think it's just because of my height. I'm tall for where I live in Singapore, (laughs) 5'6". But it's not just that. She went on to explain. It's, It's about kind of not letting life get me down and in the course of our coaching program i had shared a lot about my personal journey with my friends in the course and she said that that you're like an amazon and someone else said made a reference as well to greek mythology which was so so flattering and so amazing and massively brought on my imposter syndrome but someone else also said that what they admired about me was that i am unapologetically me which was interesting because i've always i don't know if you've gathered as much but i've always lived in my head i was a child that was constantly second guessing what other people thought whether i was good enough whether people would think if i did something that i was less than or if i didn't do something or achieve something that I was less than. So the fixation when I was growing up was always not being enough. And a lot of my work in the last few years, especially after some personal experiences that brought me to my knees, and I like to think of the metaphor of kintsugi, that Japanese art of putting broken ceramics back together by joining the broken pieces with gold and I like to think about the metaphor often when I think about the things that I've gone through and what was surprising about hearing this feedback from people was that in the course of doing the work of working on yourself it's often really hard to see how far you've come and of course the road ahead is long and it's windy And there's going to be potholes and I know I'm going to trip. I've already done so a couple of times this year. It's not going to be easy when you just look at what lies ahead. And we don't often 
get to see our journey from a third person's perspective. So it's really, really interesting when someone remarks on how they perceive you because it's a, it's a good stock take. Now, it, that's not to say that everything that people say is accurate, but it's interesting. It's a perspective, right? And you always have the freedom and you reserve the right to receive that feedback and think about whether it fits with what you know about yourself. But I, I love seeing these moments as invitations to stop and reflect on where I've been, how far I've come, and whether what I do is congruent with what I believe and whether that reflects to the world around me. And that's why it was so interesting to hear that someone saw me as being unapologetically me because there's a sense in which I do feel that way now. I've done, I think, enough inner work to be more comfortable with being myself wherever I am. And that means that sometimes I laugh a little too loud or I swear in polite company or I'm maybe a bit too direct for people in a society that maybe a higher context and prize etiquette that looks a certain way. But I've worked really hard at living life on my own terms because it was such a struggle when I was younger and I've been through chapters where it felt like living on my own terms meant rejecting everything else. So it was a hard kind of way of living. It was a brusque way of relating to people. And my latest phase has been kind of like smoothening the ridges of that attitude. How can I be me without pushing people away? And it's really interesting that the phrase that my friend used was unapologetic because the word apology comes from the Greek apologia, which gives a different dimension to what apology means. We often think of apology as saying sorry for something. And in a sense, when you're apologetic about who you are, there, there's an element of shame or, or, or a desire to make yourself smaller because of who people might perceive you to be. That's one sense of being apologetically you, right? The other sense, though, that sticks out in my mind and the other sense of the word, but the other sense of the word apology, and this is the sense that sticks out in my mind, which was kind of like my phase two, is apology as defense. So when you read Socrates' apology, you'll find that he's not saying, I'm sorry for how I lived my life. I should have done it in a different way. Socrates' apology was actually a defense of the, of the way he challenged Greek society. And there's a sense in which when we are apologetically us, or we're still living in the mindset of apology, we're almost defensive of who we are. And that has a texture of brittleness around it. When I think about it, when I think about how I was when I was younger, when I think about how because of some things that people said to me when I dropped out of school, I worked extra hard to prove them wrong. I don't know if I've mentioned that on this podcast, but now you know that about me. I, I think it's the absolute highest praise for someone to say that I'm unapologetic about who I am because that's almost, because that's 
one of my big purposes that's gone beyond myself. I think we all deserve to be free to be who we are, to relate in ways that make sense to us, that resonate with us, and not just society. And to be unapologetically you doesn't mean you completely disregard other people. It just means that your other focused considerations or whenever you think about other people, it's not, will they judge me or am I good enough for them? Instead, it's other focused, truly. It's about, am I doing something that's of service to other people? Is what I'm doing helpful or hurtful to them? It's about thinking about the impact of what you do and not seeking validation for what you do. And I think that's a wonderful place to be in because then you really get to think about your life on your own terms in a more balanced way, in a way that isn't defensive or always on the lookout for someone that's going to take from you or destroy what you have. So that was that was a nice little reflection that I wanted to share because it really stood out to me. And And when I think about this journey that I've been on, it inevitably brings up a reflection of how this year has been. And I guess it's apt that I'm recording this in December 2021 because the new year is coming. Why not reflect on how this year has been, even though I'm not one for resolutions? You know, this year has been an interesting one. I've grown a lot and not in ways I expected. But I've also been resentful of some things. I've struggled with some things. I've been incredibly resilient through a lot of challenges. So much so that I'd forgotten <laughs> some of the things I had experienced because it's like my brain ran out of bandwidth and it auto-archived some experiences. It's not dissociation, not at this point. And it's, it's not like a protective mechanism, I don't think. I think I've processed a lot of the stuff that's happened this year. It's more like when I think about what's happened this year for me, I marvel at how so many things and nothing could happen in the span of 365 days minus like 10 days at this point of recording. Like how much experience could 355 days contain? And it's really interesting to think about the growth that can take place when you're least expecting it. I've not just had to reevaluate how I relate to people, how I relate to the concept of relationship, or even how I relate to myself, but also I've had to reevaluate how I relate to traits of mine that I had previously taken a lot of, a lot of pride in. I used to be so proud at how resilient I can be until I got sick of being resilient. I don't know if that resonates with people, but I guess it's a sense of like, just because I can take a lot doesn't mean I deserve to. And that was actually my big lesson this year. And I never would have arrived at that eventual lesson that I will share with you in a bit if I hadn't given myself permission to feel that resentment about things, to then also get curious about where it was coming from and what I wanted to do about it. Because when I examined that, that 
resentment to you know just to resilience in general it sounds strange now when i when i phrase it this way but the words elude me at this point but when when i think i thought about that what became clear was my next step or the next lesson was setting up stronger boundaries earlier on so that i didn't have to be and what that required for me upon reflection was a greater awareness of what my triggers were, where my boundaries are, where I wanted them to be, what I had the emotional capacity for, and and what I what season I was in in terms of my appetite for for things, for events. What I found myself doing upon reaching that realization was regularly taking a step back to look at the things in front of me, the events or the experiences or the demands of my life in front of me and ask myself honestly, is this worth the investment or the sacrifice that it's going to take? If I carry on at this pace, for example, will I burn out? Something's got to give. So what's going to give? Questions like that. And I've found myself when I have that honest conversation with myself I found it a lot less difficult now mind the words I'm saying I'm not saying that they're easier but they're a lot less difficult to say no to some things and sometimes I have found that people will reject that no (laughs) so you either still have to do it or you're gonna displease someone and that's fine but even if that's the case There is a certain sense of strength and surety about myself and who I am that doesn't diminish even if someone rejects the boundaries that I set. And that, that has been an absolute gift to realize that I don't have to put up with shit, that I can say no to stuff. And even if people reject my no, I am still okay. And I will be okay. And I will always have the choice to walk away. And when things no longer have a hold on you because you recognize this, so many more things open up. And that's the vastness of possibility that I hope everyone will find in their life. So yeah, it's my wish for the world. That we all nurture that inner strength because it's so liberating. Now, I, I didn't start this episode knowing where this was going. But it's been a fun little reflection on this year. And after this, I'm going to journal a little bit more. And I will continue to do that till the end of the year. But at this point, I would love to invite you to think about that big lesson that you've learned. And what you now know about yourself that you didn't know on the 1st of January, 2021. Because that lesson's going to shape the next chapter of your life. It's an absolute gift that we give ourselves when we do this little reflection. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I miss you very much. This podcast has been a wonderful outlet for me to share and sow the seeds of what I think are so important for a meaningful life so thank you for sharing your time and energy 
and yourself with me on this podcast. I wish you the very best and I can't wait to meet you again in the next episode. Till next time, this has been an absolute pleasure. Bye. Thank you.